Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play using the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective copyrights, trademarks, and related material. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for their hard work creating such wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. John Dora got super, super hurt. Aspen jumped out and slogged through the blood mud to get to him. He ended up prying the jewels out of the headwear of one of the giants. And he told Valum to take the horn that the giants had used back to Eobard, which Eobard gifted to the town in commemoration of our united, our joint victory over the giants. The artist Simber guy, uh, we didn't find him, but we found his son. Sirak of Suzale. Sirak, and he was uh, Torm. And he, his dad basically abandoned him. They were after (laughs) his dad's ring, which he didn't know where it was because it was with his dad, and the only friends of his dad that he knew were in Silvery. <clears throat> the House of Roaring Horn. Heroes not included. So I guess we're, we are making our preparations to leave. Yes. Now is the time to make preparations to leave. I've sent Valum to go find me non-acid-splashed clothing. Yep. And he brought that back for yeah, you. Right. I'm, I'm, so I'm... You have a new set of leather armor, Good. new furs, new boots. So I'll go talk to Sirek. Okay. So uh, Sirek is at the Shrine to Torm. Okay. I waltz in. Okay. Kind of lazily... Respectful. It's like I put my finger in the water bowl and flick it around and <laughs> walk in. <laughs> and I, I'm guessing he's just attending to duties. Yeah, yeah. He he sees you and he kind of goes. Oh. You see, he kind of jumps up a little bit and he runs over and uh, he says, "Oh, I, I you know, th- thank you, th- thank you, th- thank you again for you know, for for saving this 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 town. I'm I, I'm I, you know I'm I am so." You know, I, I, gosh, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry that, uh, you know, my dad and, uh, you know, the ring and, um, you know, that, that, you know, they, you know, that I, 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 did, I couldn't be, I wanted to be more help. I said, that's enough, but, <laughs> and I say, you're in charge of keeping this place up to date and tidy. As I drag my finger across the pew. Well, uh, no, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I help the, um, the, you know, I'm, you know, I help the, the priests, and they, uh, you know, they do the, the, uh, you know, the, the, cer- the ceremonies, and, uh, yeah. you know, I, uh, I, um, you know, I just kind of, with the, I just, I keep the candles lit. And I say, that's enough again. <laughs> and I say, tell me more about your daddy. Oh, uh, gosh. Um, well, uh, uh, well, I remember him being, uh, tall, mm. but, but I, um, I, I was also, uh, young, and I thought everyone was tall, too, so <laughs> he might not have been very, I mean, yeah, he was always t- taller than, you know, he... Uh, I have my mother's body. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I say, perhaps you'd like to come along to, to see Daddy in Silvery Moon. You know that we're getting ready to head there. Oh, oh, uh, that's, um, that is not like, uh, you know, over the... It's a long trip. Is it, uh, uh, over the mountains? And yeah, through the woods. <laughs> 
It's a silver moon. Maybe yeah. it's his grandmother's house. Yeah. <laughs> I just figure this is a good time for for you to confront your father and find out what your where your relationship stands. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity, and I'll offer you this: you may come with my valet. Vellum. Uh, that should be easy. And you can assist him in his in his duties of helping me travel this distance. I hope you realize what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> there was a long pause after a specific word that changed the whole context of that sentence. What did I say? <laughs> he said, you may come. Yes. You may come. Yes. Yeah. I looked that later <laughs> as I, I do not break eye contact with him this entire time. And then he also added, it should be easy. It should be easy. <laughs> so good. To serve, to help me travel back. So, uh, well, uh, uh, well, you know, I, I always did want to, uh, While he's talking, I, I think, Malthus, are you, are you nearby? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> this, uh, I think, Malthus, Malthus, do you see? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I, friend. This, <laughs> you have. You have read my mind, Malthus. <laughs> Malthus, do you see that chalice sitting on the altar up at the front? Yeah. Go, go sit next to that, please. But keep oh. keep unseen. It doesn't like me. The, 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 I, ca- I cannot. Oh. It keeps you at bay. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't... I, that makes sense now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm right, like awful evil. I'm not yeah. an awful character. <laughs> Shucks. While, while he's talking, at one point, I just put my hand on his shoulder and I say, look, let's let fate guide you. you, you you've, you've let the divine steer you this far. Let us ask. Oh, great power in the sky. Do you not think that this... This creature, this Sir Sirac, should should come with us and and help aid me to help find his father with him. And at the same time, I'm uh, we've got my hand twisting off to the side right. as I'm bringing forth an illusion. And instantly, the chalice on the altar, I like to think, starts speckling as if a golden light is shooting out the top of it. Okay, I'll use just a minor illusion to to have it glow. And I say, oh, the glowing chalice of uh, Trom. <laughs> and, he <got> <laughs> and he looks and he goes, oh, oh, yes. oh, 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 it's, it's, it, uh, oh, I've never done that. That is that an before. amazing sight to, to uh, behold. And I uh, kneel, I kneel down. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I'm humbled. Uh, uh, ma- uh, master, the, the, the chalice is on. on and I, I put my finger light? to his lips and I shh. I say, this is a sign for you and you only. <laughs> do not. <laughs> Do not disrespect it by <laughs> spouting it all over the place. Uh, oh, 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 well, okay, I I just uh, mm. all I ever wanted to do was catch trout. Yes. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> to catch trout? <laughs> that's that's a sign. That's the golden. And, and at that same time, I, I cast a uh, another minor illusion, and a trout's head sticks up out of the chalice. <laughs> oh my torm! Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> What a sign. Oh, so grab your things and we'll be waiting in the courtyard. And I spin on my heel and leave. <laughs> and I say, Malthus, let us get out of here. Yes, yeah, 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 do not like it. Oh, oh, my life. You are truly favored. You <laughs> will surely protect us from all your, your, your presence. Will protect the golden trout of torment has given you its wink of, of approval. <laughs> oh, that was all he could think of. It was all that came to his mind. <laughs> it was just all he ever wanted. Like fish for trout. Very specific. <laughs> he woke with a taste for trout. It's true. He, gave, he grew up on the streets of Suzale, the capital of Cormer. Oh my he god, this is Wind- canon. <laughs> yeah, he came to Icewind Dale to become a knucklehead trout fisher, <laughs> but instead found religion. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> So, is that like an official job title, knucklehead trout fisher? I guess. I don't know. He's an acolyte, but his father apparently is some renowned human adventurer. Interesting. So just so you guys have an idea of uh, who this character is a little bit, since uh, they're going to be joining you. <laughs> you by, think that uh, was compelling? By, by divine mandate. Uh, <laughs> uh, he has leather armor, 
Uh, he has an intelligence of 12 and a wisdom of 13. He knows orc. I'm more concerned whether Torm has a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has a short sword, and he has several darts. And he has 22 hit points. So let me know when, when it's time to talk to him again. I've got okay. things to do. Okay. Uh, any other last preparations you guys want to make before uh, you leave town? Yeah, I need to go to the market. Okay. You're going to go to the market. You're going to sell the thieves' tools. I'm going to sell the thieves' tools. I also have these silver salt and pepper shakers. Uh-huh. And then I also need to price out new leather armor because my stuff is corroded. So One. you can sell the thieves' tools yeah. for 13 gold pieces. Ooh, nice. You can sell the pair for 25 gold. Ooh, excellent. Okay, so studded leather, mm-hmm. sized for a gnome. Uh, can I make a persuasion roll? <laughs> that it should be less than 45 gold because I'm so small. Okay, yeah, make a persuasion roll. Uh, Let me hear your argument before you roll. Well, I just feel like 45 is an unfair price because I'm very small and it doesn't take nearly as much leather and the majority of the work you already know how to do. You have the muscle memory for it. So I'm, the leather's not going to cost as much. Roll. Oh. I got 10. Uh, you can get it for 40. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Because he did make a good point about not needing as much cow. Anyone else need to purchase anything? Yes. Okay, what do you want to purchase? I need to purchase some new darts. Do you have anything you want to sell? Oh, I have a bag of gems too, don't I? Yeah. That's all I got though, right? Mm, I don't know. You tell me. I have two robes. Two robes, huh? All right. Two robes it is. I don't remember where you got them from either, but I can tell you what you can get for them. Yay, my armor class is back up to 15. Each robe will get you five silver pieces. So they'll give you one gold piece for both. Okay. Okay. And we'll sell both. And then I will buy 15 darts. Nice. 15 darts is good. I also want to buy two water skins. Oh, okay. You guys want to buy any potions of healing or anything? I can't afford. I couldn't afford them. You could afford them. What do you mean? We have all those gems. I thought. Oh yeah, I've got those gems. I need the others. <laughs> we just had that conversation. Bago gems. Yeah, I would. I would most certainly like to buy some healing potions, please. Okay, how many healing potions are you going to buy? Uh, the ones that we likely have access to are the... Regular. Regulars, right? Yeah. And those are 50 apiece? Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get five. You're going to get five? Yeah. Right. And then I'm going to pass them out. All right, so you bought some healing potions. Anything else that you guys wish to purchase? I don't actually have any money. <laughs> I am now. Well, you have everything you need. Yeah. When I get money, I spend it in a way that a dumb rich person. (laughs) I don't want to. Here, does this change your mind? Whatever's in this bag, would that make you just go and shut up and do what I said? This is valuable, right? Yeah. You value this? Yeah, you peasants need this for sustenance, right? All right. So uh, for preparations, Jador cleans his small, sands down a, a part of his walking staff, throws some miscellaneous items into his pouch. And he's ready to go. Are you ready to go? Mm-hmm. Everyone ready to go? Ready to go. Uh, so Sirak comes running along as you guys are kind of making your way towards the city gate. And Valum is also running along, and then they run into each other. Like <laughs> 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 a Scooby-Doo sound. <laughs> <sighs> oh, okay. I, um, I think I'm... I think I'm... I think I'm... Oh, I think I'm re- I think I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I got. You got everything uh, you need. A sword, and I got some um, some some armor, and who who uh, who uh, who are you? And he goes, I am Valum. At that moment, right when he turns around, I do another minor illusion, mm-hmm. and embossed on Valum's chest piece. I'm guessing he has some sort of a. Uh, he 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 has a, a doublet. A doublet. Yeah. In the middle of it is a symbol. We established that it has the little alligator, but it's a raven. <laughs> it's a raven. <laughs> but is there something in the middle? No. Mm-mm. Um. It's a skin. No, it's a doublet. It's a doublet. It yeah. has like a little lace. That so it's all it. stitched together. It pulls oh, it's just it's like kind of untied right here. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Well, just in the middle of the blank area, mm-hmm. 
embossed is a beautiful golden chalice with a, with a trout's head coming out of the top. It's a, it's, it's the almost trout. It's gold. the gold. Yeah. And so <laughs> I don't tell Valum about this. Okay. Valum, you see Valum, he, he looks at him and he goes, I'm Valum, my lord's valet. If you wish to speak to him, you can speak to me first. Mm. And you see Val, for the first time, you see Valum interacting with someone that he clearly recognizes is below his ah. station for a turn. And he says, what can I do for you? He's, Mr. Aki goes, oh, um, there was this fish, that fish. And I go, right I audibly gasp. <gasps> Valum goes, fish. What, what fish? Are you mad, man? <laughs> he says. And I, I whisper into Surak's ear, it is a sign. You must serve this man. Valum! <laughs> Valum, I think it's this man's destiny to be your squire. Serve, I turn to Surak and I serve Valum, mind you. <laughs> this is a knight. <laughs> Valum, you see Valum kind of stand up a little bit straighter. He goes, He's a knight with no money. He can't swing the sword he carries. <laughs> but he's the only one in this campaign who can't die. Yeah. So I saw him digging potatoes out of the ground with it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, yes, I suppose I could use a squire. And he looks down at him and he says, tell me, boy, do you have any skill? <laughs> and I, I just say, I look, I look just completely wide-eyed and astounded. Like it's just, it's so divine. And then I walk away. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sirik falls in line behind Valum, and Valum quickly hands him everything that he was carrying. <laughs> I make a mental note. That's a, that's some yeah, that's some fangstone attitude he's playing in there. <laughs> he spent his whole life around, <laughs> around you guys. It's gonna be a great scene. <laughs> Valum, fetch me my slippers. Sorry, fetch me his slippers. Okay. <laughs> you notice that Valum has jury rigged a belt around his uh, torso so that it can hold up the greatsword. Okay. And it's, he it's on so high that he can't even. It's, it, yeah, it's just there, so it's not dragging on the ground. Okay. And uh, he's walking along like this now behind you. Oh, All straight and tall. Yeah. You know. Look at and, that. And you hear him. You hear him go, "Come on, come on." We mustn't keep Master waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, Malthus, look at these clots. <laughs> yep. Tasty. Don't forget, you get to eat that one's father's pinky at some point. Oh. I did promise. Mm, yeah, he has pinkies. <laughs> Maybe they're as plump as his. Mm. Thawne never breaks his promise. <laughs> so it is uh, early morning. Because um, Jador insisted upon getting an early start. He uh, mumbled something in Giant, and all you were able to make out was something about spring and avalanche. So. I say, Mott? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. You start making your way through the gates and then uh, down the massive embankment towards the spine of the world. As you do, you see an enormous tower floating on a billowy cloud a thousand feet overhead. What is that? The tower must be hundreds of feet tall, and its spire looks strangely like a pointy wizard's hat. As the tower drifts closer, stairs made of clouds begin to form underneath it and descend toward you. The crap is this? I say, that's more like it. <laughs> and Jador stops and he looks at it and he goes, Jotun. Oh. I put two and two together. <laughs> and I say, clouds. That word that means giants. Clouds. The, this giants. this is, is probably just a transport to get us home. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligence isn't my thing. You notice that the steps are human-sized. Uh, and it st- comes to a stop. I look over at Jotun and I'm like, what do you mean Jotuns? Jotun! Cloud? Why would they send a cloud tower here? Probably fire giants. 
Intelligence is not your thing. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. That kind of dumps that in intelligence. <laughs> I get a long way on charm. Uh, I am quite leery of this, only because I have never thought of walking on a cloud before. It just seems very weird. I mean, I've thought about walking on clouds <laughs> like a lot, but I don't want to walk on clouds that lead to giants. I, I've already gone up two steps. Okay, as soon as you put your foot on the step, you notice that it is feels as solid as stone. Looks good. You see... I snap Mark, my finger twice and start walking up the uh, stairs. And you hear, come, come! <clears throat> from behind you. And he, you see Valum kind of fall in behind Eobard. So Eobard's making his way up the stairs. And you see Sirak walking gingerly up the stairs. <laughs> this is clearly an invitation. I, I go to step on the first step very cautiously. Okay. It is uh, solid like stone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think this is called cloud stone. <laughs> it's like fang stone. Cloud clouds. Dumb people make things up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, eh, cloud stone. And I, walk up. <laughs> I look over look at, at the door. Deception scale. <laughs> I look over at the door and I'm like, they're gonna need us. We should probably go with them. Mmm. Clouds, no good for walking. <laughs> well, they they already showed that it can be done. So, I mean, they kind of they kind of need us, buddy. They're just gonna get themselves killed without us. I mean, we're the ones that bring the damage. So what are you gonna do? Have I convinced Jador to come with me? Uh, he's kind of looking at you quizzically. Well, I'm going to start walk. I'm, I'm going to take his hand and I'm going to start walking up the cliff. Oh, wow, you're not riding on him? No, I don't think so. We just started. <laughs> okay. We literally were just like, it's The saddle has not been completed. <laughs> I'm so, to pick one up at the market. Yeah, you That would be his- amazing. A pauldron. Basically, it's a pauldron. <laughs> but if you look real close, there's a horn. <laughs> it's like, that's a funny shaped pauldron. <laughs> Look at mounted combat rules. Charge! Jador handling plus five. He hesitantly follows, and the whole way up, he's kind of going, You're okay, buddy. We're doing it together. After climbing the stairs for 1,000 feet. Jesus! Whoa! <laughs> <make> constitution checks. <laughs> <laughs> but Question. Pro- yeah. Are there OSHA-approved railings on yeah. this vessel? No, no. They were designed by the Empire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How else would you fall off? Do clouds have a nice uh, grip? <laughs> or a, sort of a gray <laughs> textured surface? <laughs> yeah, after climbing the stairs for 1,000 feet, you find yourself standing in front of the tower's entrance on a wide, flat cloud. And it's sitting in this wide, flat cloud like a tower might sit in the ground. The door opens. Or is that just Aobar's nervous gas again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is more like it. I, I uh, soft shoot right into the door. Okay. This guy's got class. This is what class looks like, boys. An open archway leads to an empty vestibule at the back of which hangs a thin, translucent blue curtain that flaps in the breeze. Beyond the curtain lies a hundred-foot-high hexagonal chamber containing a giant-sized wooden table and stone chair. Dangling from the ceiling by iron chains are six crystal spheres that are giving off continual blue flame. And you can see that the tower's second floor is accessed through a 20-foot-wide hole in the ceiling, 100 foot above you. And through that hole begins to descend a cloud giant. This was stupid. And he's <laughs> giants. Let me, I would like to do a... Uh, You're in front. You can do whatever you want. What is the equivalent of xenology in Dungeons & Dragons? <laughs> it's the equivalent of xenology the, in Dungeons & Dragons? Is that a history check? Nature. What do I know about cloud giants? Yeah, you want to give me a nature roll for that. Nature? Yeah. This isn't the, I can't uh, rely on the... What about sto- history? The, I want a Billy Goat's Gruff kind of story from history of... Uh, oh, well, then that would be history. Okay. So this would be to see if there is a story and I have heard it. Yes. Uh, 15? 15. Wow, nice. Okay. Well, let's see. You know, if, you know that cloud giants are split... 
between those who, uh, though generally not taking a stance in terms of law and order, are uh, of good nature, versus those who, uh, while also not interested in law and order, or chaos for that matter, are uh, selfishly motivated. You know that they uh, tend towards eccentricities. Mm -hmm. They are collectors of art. Uh, They also like to wear a variety of masks. Masks? Masks. Okay. Um, Just stylistically? Mm-hmm. Stylistically, and they oftentimes use them to express a variety of emotions and so are known for changing their masks throughout the day. Oh, interesting. Is this guy maskless currently? Yes, currently. Okay. You also know that they tend to be uh, fairly powerful magic users. And so to, to give my comrades confidence, mm-hmm. um, as he's descending, I, I bow down deeply and I say, Oh, mighty cloud giant. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your invitation into your fine, fine home. He says, Oh, I am Zephyros, and it is a pleasure to have the small folk here. He says, I have been spending a great deal of time in contact with the planes. Planes, 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 planes. And they told me that I should follow an omen. And that omen would lead me to those who could restore the ording. Ing, 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 There's been a lot of that going around. And he stops and he says, <clears throat> So tell me, truthfully, was that impressive? I say, Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, that's good. I have, it's been so long since I had guests, I can't even tell you. But I have been working on that delivery for at least an hour. I say, I am rattled to the bones with how impressed I am. <laughs> he says, oh, well, that's, that's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. He says, unfortunately, I do see that there was a battle. I say, uh... Did frost giants attack the town? <laughs> Unless anybody else wants to say anything. Is this, was that too melodramatic? I'm no, sorry. no, no. It's, 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 you, <laughs> it's very difficult. Hearing, hearing someone uh, elegant of tongue once again after this long, long journey to the cold north brings me nothing but satisfaction. But to answer your question, yes, we saw many of the crass frost giants while we were in Bryn Shander. It is a shame. It really is a shame. I mean... I have known a few frost giants, and they can be quite nice, but most of them, savages, completely, absolutely savages. Oh, I'm so glad I found you. I thought I might have to float to and fro back and forth over top of those mountains for days looking for you. I say, if I might ask, what is the sign that you were looking for that led you to welcome us? Only those who can see with the magical eye may divine the omen, omen, omen. omen. I just, I just clap. <laughs> just really, that you know, that really means a lot. I, I can't tell you how much that means. He says, I absolutely love having small folk. <laughs> you all are just wonderful. How tall is this giant? Um, they are next uh, in line behind uh, Storm Giants for height. Ooh, right. Storm Giants being the tallest. Yes. Right. So I'm guessing 20 feet tall. Oh, a lot more. 25 feet tall? More. No way. Mm-hmm. Like 30 feet tall? Close, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's, he is ginormous. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and he's currently like floating still above Jador, us. Jador, yeah, yeah. Jador is to him what you are to Jador, essentially, in terms of scale, thereabouts. Jador can just, with his hand at his side, pet you on the top of the head, and so can the giant to Jador. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's slowly floating down, and he says, "So, who do we have? Names, please. You, Water Genesee." And he points at Kalak, uh, and he says. From west or east water? West. West water. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Did not expect that in this story. <laughs> and then he looks around and he says, And you're clearly one of the small folks' nobles. Correct. And where might you be from? Uh, I hail from, from uh, the north 
But close to Waterdeep. Oh, whereabouts? Oh, the Isle of Fangstone. The Isle? Oh, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, I think of it as a metaphorical isle. <laughs> More like of good folk amongst a sea of, of chaos. <laughs> a bastion. Bastion. <laughs> Fangstone. Oh. Oh, yes. That's just south of our deep forest, isn't it? Oh. North of uh, Dragonspear. You floated over there. <laughs> Well, I have been known to get around. <laughs> and you, little one. Can he wink when he says that? He says to you, Aspen. You smell like the Fae. Wow, that stays around, doesn't it? I haven't been in the Fae for a while. Only for those with the magical nose. Yeah, look at the size of the nostrils. Nose. He can probably smell what we're thinking. Nose. He can probably crawl up the yeah. nostrils. No. No. Your name was? <laughs> uh, my name's Aspen Tamble, and I'm a courtier of the Fay of the Fay Court. Well, I'm delighted to have you. Thank Aspen. you for having us. I guess it's quite unexpected. And you, you are a Goliath. And what is your name? And you see, Jador is doing everything in his power to try and like not just smash him, because <laughs> right? Jador's just like. I grab his hand. <laughs> and he goes, mm, Giant killer! And he pounds his <laughs> chest a couple times. And he goes, Oh, and I bet you do a great job, simple one. Well, I have come because the planes have told me that I must aid you in returning the Ordin to... Order, 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 order. My head slightly hangs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I try to I say, cover my grimace. I say, my, I hope that we're not going to be charged for this performance because it is exquisite. <laughs> and I'm sure that we don't carry the coin to justify this level of grandeur. He says, Oh, really? It's it's. Yeah. I, I've just I've been working on it a long time. That's it's, and I just I needed an audience. I need I need an audience to do some of my best work. That's really what it comes down to. So here is the thing. I was told by the fates that I can intervene in one simple way. I can take you from where you are to one other place. <laughs> this is. This is so, so fortunate. <laughs> this cloud ex machina that's going to take us. Because we actually have a location we have to go to. It's great. <laughs> we have a, it's in the book. <laughs> we have a specific location we need to go to. Wonderful. Where? Ah, uh, the, the town of Silvery Moon. Silvery Moon? Oh, that is a wonderful place. I'm Although so I don't think Elrock is in residence this time of year. Oh, who? Oh, a friend of mine. <laughs> delightful. Absolutely delightful. Sometimes. <laughs> um, well, Silvery Moon it is. I only have one rule. Well, I have many rules, but only one that applies at this moment. <laughs> Please do not leave the first floor. The second floor and the airy are mine, but you are welcome to stay here on the first floor. I assure you, it will be comfortable. And Silvery Moon from here should only take us mm, about 14 days. So enjoy the view. Wow. He says, and dinner will be at seven. You like pheasant, I hope? What's the dress code? What you're wearing. I also happen to have some geese. I think they were headed south. Scooped <laughs> them up. <laughs> no, just kidding. That's a little cloud giant humor. <laughs> Did I? Get, was that? Was that funny? We're gonna find out. This is the evil clown giant. He's like a serial killer. <laughs> He's giving us his American Psycho right now. Yeah, I was gonna say, my head hangs. Just just picking people up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very much. Thank you for coming. <laughs> what is that blade you're sharpening? No, it's nothing. Just a boning knife. <laughs> So can I look around the room? You can. A perceptify check. 13? I'm distracted by the beautiful performance that we're getting. Yeah, so you see the... It's wonderful. You place. see the spheres. You see the giant-sized wooden table. You see the giant-sized stone chair. And then you see two giant-sized stone sculptures. 
and they each have a mask on them that is exquisite. And giant-sized. Yeah, it looks to be about the same size as um, Zephyrus's face. And that's it. Okay. Uh, stone floor, but comfortable. Um, if we're going to be here for two weeks, um, is there, like, a refreshments cart or something? Oh, I suppose you... Well, I can understand how you might be a bit peckish. So... <laughs> Who of you should we eat first? No. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a giant joke. I grabbed your door's hand <laughs> and tug on it. It's a giant poor taste. I too serve man. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Um. <laughs> Is he aware of all the clenching that just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Well, unlike other client giants, he's an intelligence of 18. Oh, oh, wow. But he spends most of his time using contact other planes. So he's a little uh, even more eccentric than... (laughs) Um, Yeah. So he says, Of course, I imagine that you would want some food. He says, I will send some down. Now, we really must be going. And he looks out the window and he goes... Oh, we do want to be in front of that storm. There's a storm? And so he floats back up through the ceiling. <laughs> can I can I see any can I actually get to any windows? Um uh, you can't get to the windows, but you can walk through the blue translucent drapery and out onto the, the patio if it were if um, it were. Yeah, I wanna see where the storm is. Yeah, you well, at this height you've noticed that as as he's been talking the the, the uh, tower has been rising up into the air. Okay. Um, and you see that most of the clouds are now beneath you. And just over there, you're not entirely sure how far away, because distance is almost impossible to judge at this height without anything for scale. Mm-hmm. You see this gigantic, almost anvil-shaped black cloud. And it seems to be moving slowly towards you. You guesstimate that you are very, very far in the, in the sky. Okay, I, I go back inside because this is kind of scary. I walk out uh, outside. I look okay. This is this is some posh digs here. This is fantastic. You know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, when I rule, when I rule the continent, I will do it for a cloud fortress like this because <laughs> it, it's representative that all things are beneath me. It's like I, I want to look like I feel. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that on top of the stone table appears a variety of fruits and cured meats, as well as several goblets of wine. Do I have to, like, climb the table? You're going to have to climb the stone chair to get up onto the table. All of you will, actually. <laughs> I levitate. Okay. Um, unfortunately, all the portions are giant-sized portions. <laughs> I, wow, I immediately start drinking the goblet. <laughs> that's a big... That's Well, just one. <laughs> keep, keep it conservative. Drink what I please, thank you. <laughs> I can quit when I want. Compared to how you first went over the spine of the world, it's quite luxurious. We should have come this way. <laughs> yeah, man, we should. I think we should travel like this all the time. I don't know. The climb was cool, though. We got to climb up are you, are you, something. Are you, are you okay? Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You're not your usual stoic self. <laughs> what do you mean? Nah. Nah, you're, you're funny. <laughs> that was a very large goblet of wine. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost done. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might just have two. Dude's no. not bad. You know, this is like a vacation, <laughs> so I think you should treat yourself. Thanks. I don't need your approval. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> angry. Thanks. It's like father. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the net the next two days are spent enjoying the view. Essentially, uh, the food is always very good. Um, when you consume the food, it usually reappears shortly thereafter. Valum has set up a small camp underneath the wooden the wooden table. <laughs> um, he's laid out a, a small little bed rolls, and he has things organized. Uh, Jador won't go anywhere near the door. Refuses to go anywhere near the door. Do you see them floating above the clouds? <laughs> yeah, uh, he he did not. He does not find this remotely comforting <laughs> of an experience. But it's really quite nice. In the evening, um, Zephyros uh, floats down from the second floor and uh, tells you stories. And, you know, you guys tell him stories of your adventures so far. And it's become clear, and he he communicates it clearly to you, that he can only take you one place 
<laughs> that uh, he's been warned that uh, if he intervenes any further than that, that events could be dire. But the, every evening he comes down and you guys uh, eat and tell stories and he tells you stories of cloud giant intrigues and all sorts of things. They usually involve a lot of names of people you don't know, rambling, twisted plot that makes no sense whatsoever. And it usually ends with him uh, laughing uh, over some convoluted point that, or joke well, that you did. I want to ask him about the Storm King. Or, um, the, the, okay. The, the Ording? The Ording and what's the giant? Yeah, he is a wealth of information, so feel free to just ask away. What do you want to know? Um, well, we heard the, the King of the Giants is missing, and that's the key to the, to the, to the Ording. Oh, yes. Well, Hecaton is missing. That Hecaton. is certain. Hecatron? Hec- Hec- Hecaton. Hecaton. I'd spell it, but I'm not entirely sure how you spell it in your small tongue. He's been gone for some time? He has indeed been gone for some time. Does anybody know where he went? Well, there are all kinds of rumors, but it has the court up in a tizzy. His youngest daughter, Princess Cesara, is now sitting on the throne. More regency than royalty. <laughs> is that his only child? Oh, no. He has several. Let's see. Mira, uh, she is a spoiled brat. It's the only way to describe her. And his middle child's name is Nim, if I recall. I haven't seen them in several years. <laughs> it's rather dreary out of court, I'm afraid. His wife's name, Neri. Now, she's also fond of the small folk. Hopefully, when you get to meet her, you'll find out. She's really a a treasure and a treat. But she has been just distraught with grief. And that's why she can't keep the frost giants and the other giants under control anymore? Oh, well, see, this is the thing. Is that... Some say the king has disappeared because our gods have destroyed the Ording, and so there is no need for a king. Others, myself, frankly, anyone who is intelligent and sees the signs, (laughs) thinks that the king has been kidnapped. That seems to make a lot more sense than divine intervention. Well, I can't imagine who would have the ability to kidnap Hecaton. Well, uh, well, let me recount my prior statement. It could still be divine intervention. I mean, technically they could kidnap anyone they want, so... Uh, I guess that would be one way of destroying them. So I guess it's both. The answer is C, both. But there is a rumor that just before Hecaton disappeared, he had a vision of the Ording being shattered. So I think that vision was planted by someone else. That's not the, that is not the majority opinion. I can't admit that. But I have been speaking to the planes, 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 planes. And I think that a great evil, 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 evil is working. It's terrible magic at the court. Does this evil have a name? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Couldn't tell ya. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Most things are named, it's true. <laughs> uh, I guess, could you tell me more about your gods, since they, they might have a, a part to play in this? I mean, I have, I, have, I mean, the gods, right? So... Well, the only god that is of any importance is Anum, the All-Father. The lesser giant gods are his offsprings, but we haven't really heard from them in a long time. And the most distressing is that, according to the rumors at court, Hecaton hadn't heard from Anum in an age. That's a long time to not call somebody. I think part of it is because they are waging wars in the Outer Plains. Oh, that's unfortunate. What are they... I never. I don't want to know. I'm a gnome that knows my limits. We are too small for the outer planes at the current moment. <laughs> if you ask me, it might not be a bad thing that we have a little rearranging. After all, I mean the storm giants. 
really at the top of the ording. I mean, us cloud giants, we walk underneath the stars in the sky. Can you get any higher than that? There's no disputing that logic. <laughs> that is a very valid point. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, you know. Is there, is there. A, it's just some of the things I've been thinking about lately. Well, is there, is there, is there a movement for this in the, in the giant community? Oh, no. With the Ording gone, everyone thinks that they should be ruling. But, I mean, can you imagine hill giants ruling over the Ording? Well, there's, there's no way you would let them. That would just be silly. It'd really shake things up. <laughs> Or the fire giants, I mean... Those hotheads. Come on. I mean... <laughs> Look at that guy! <laughs> and then, you know, you've seen the frost giants. They are jerks. I will have you know. Well, you know, most are. Most are, yes. They're very uncouth. Is there anything else we need to know? No, I think asking that stuff was a smart... Oh, um... The frost giants, when they attacked the town, uh, were looking for an artist, Simber? You know him? I've never heard the name. Have you ever heard of the of the the Ring of Winter? Winter's Grasp? Is that is that a thing that we're looking for? I've never heard of the Ring of Winter. What is this Ring of Winter? And you see Sirak cower a little bit. He kind of moves under the table a little bit. A hand wave at him. <laughs> to say like just stay there. Just don't even don't even start. You're going to hand wave it off. And I'm like, I, I don't, I, we don't really know. That's actually why we're going to Silver Moon. Well, it does sound intriguing. <laughs> All right, it's time for bed. This has been delightful yet again. I will see you on the morrow, morrow, morrow. I, I clap morrow. again, and I look back I at Valum. I look back okay. at Valum and Sarek. Oh yeah, Valum's clapping. Yeah. There we go. He says, "Clap, Master is clapping." We're all very impressed. <laughs> you clap when Master claps. What's Calic doing? Stand up and I go, bye! He's, bye! He's bye! Sitting in a goblet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Bye. I, I forgot you drank all that wine. What? Yeah, he, that's all he's been doing. It's all time. When the club giant talks, take a sip. Ah, <laughs> great game! I win! I win! It's like it. It's more like this. It's called Drink the Wine. It's more like this. Yeah. I win! <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're lifting a kiddie pool <laughs> diameter glass. Yeah, it is. It's quite large. Mm-hmm. The third day comes, and, uh, you know, you're hanging out, and uh, at some point, I imagine one of you is probably enjoying the view. Um, sounds like you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Jador is scared. You're probably hanging out with Jador. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I imagine it's probably you enjoying the view. I'm enjoying the view. Um, are you sh- are, how far are we in the air? High in the air. Most of the clouds are beneath you. Oh, so there's like nothing up here aside from clouds and other magical floating shit. Mm-hmm. Well, while you're enjoying... Passing another one. Hey! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can nice, really see uh, them from up here. It's like jets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice floating island you got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the last year's model. I'm going to think about upgrading. <laughs> so, uh, you guys worried about vapor trails or what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, contrail is creepy. It's just cloud giant poop. <laughs> Explain! Blue meteors. <laughs> Uh, so as you're kind of enjoying the view, you spot nine very thin and lightly armored humans riding giant vultures. Hmm. That's something you do not see every day. <laughs> and they turn and begin making their way uh, towards the tower. Look at that! They're making their way towards the tower! <laughs> Why are they so thin? Are you saying this aloud? Yes. Okay. Um, they, as they get closer and closer, um, the giant vultures, uh, look pretty hardy and, uh, the figures, the humanoids riding them, while they look thin, they, uh, don't look weak or small, but they eventually come in close enough that they land atop the cloud, whereupon the humans dismount. All the riders wear steel helms that cover their eyes and resemble stylized bird heads. One of them is equipped with a shoulder bag adorned with a smiling face. And they begin making their way towards the steps that lead up to the entrance of the tower. Um, I go up to greet them. Okay. I immediately fill my water skins with wine. Okay. All three of them. 
I, I started drafting my intervention. Uh, <laughs> when you drink, it makes us feel <laughs> like we can kill everything. Yeah, let's do it. Just, just, just <laughs> We're going to make a new magic item. It's the um, never ending water skin of wait, wine. What's it called when you put the funnel above someone and make them drink out of the hose? <laughs> beer bomb. I think it's a yeah. beer bomb. Make a uh, mead bomb. Mead bomb. <laughs> we got to fight. Hang on. Oh, 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 oh. There we go. Go, go kill. The mead bomb of valor. <laughs> yeah, it's much more prestigious when some, as such. <laughs> yes. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I walk up, like, I don't know, okay. hold, holding a piece of meat that I've been sort of chewing on while looking out over the clouds. And say, uh, ah, good morning. Okay. Welcome to the cloud tower. <laughs> the cloud tower. <laughs> One of them steps forward and says, I am Amarath, and we have come to speak with Zephyros. Out of our way, human. Hmm. I step aside and okay. great and gesture in. I, he's probably in there. Beautiful vultures. <laughs> <laughs> I like their skin heads. <laughs> so they walk in, and you guys see these individuals. There's nine of them, and they walk in. They're wearing these uh, steel helmets, and otherwise they're wearing black leather. And you see uh, Zephyros begin floating down through the hole, and he says... I just kind of saunter to the door, okay. continuing to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> I really hope they're here to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to see this. <laughs> and he floats down and he says, More small folk, welcome to my tower, 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 tower. Calico's tower, 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 tower. And Amareth says, <laughs> We have come seeking your aid on behalf of Yan Si Bin, the prince of evil air. He desires to return the world to its primordial state as it was at the dawn of history, and he calls for your aid. And Zephyros goes, Prince of the Evil Air? Well, that's quite a name. It really betrays his motivations. <laughs> <laughs> but is it like air, like breathing, or, or like air the is like son of evil? Ooh. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you'll have to excuse us. We've been drinking and hanging out here for four days. You are a real breath of fresh air to us. <laughs> <laughs> Zephyros looks at him and says, And how exactly does the Prince of the Evil Air return the world to a primordial state? And you see Amareth kind of look at his compatriots, and he says, Yancy Bin knows how to do so in his infinite wisdom. Well, that's rather convenient. Imagine <laughs> wanting to do that and not knowing how. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> he turns and he looks at you guys, and he says, Well, my guess, what do you think? Should I join Yancy Bin? What's I know very little of the small folk politics. Uh, I don't know these people, but I'm I'm not too keen on the idea of a primordial state. That doesn't sound com- comfortable. Isn't it customary when entering one's home to offer a greeting or an actual gift? These guys seem yeah, very do you rude know these to guys? me. At that, Amrith says. I look at them and I point the finger. And at that, Amrith goes. Ah, yes, thank you. And he pulls out this pouch, and he says, As a token of Yancy Bin's gratitude, I present a pouch of pixie dust. Zephyrus goes, Oh. Well, it looks like just a pinch. <laughs> it's not giant size. That was, that was funny, Prime. Thank you, thank you. Seriously. This guy's a riot. <laughs> Just skip this saving the world. It's become this guy's entourage. <laughs> We're doing a great job. <laughs> you, you said it, Zephyros. <laughs> and he kind of so he kind of picks up the little bag like this and he looks at it and he says, "Well, that is quite a gift. Pixies uh, are loath to part with their dust." Honestly, I don't know uh, the politics of the small folk. Is uh, Yancy Bin? Does that sound like something that? Uh, is a good way to go. I, you know, here's the thing. Aspen is shaking. I, I like the world as it is, and primordial state doesn't sound like it does anything good for me or my lands. So I think these guys should exit the cloud 
with out their bird rides. <laughs> oh, is that what you say to him? Yes. Well, uh, we don't need to gain. We don't need to gain anything by violence. Oh, so much can be gained by violence. And uh, he puts the pouch in there and he says, I don't think I'll accept Yen Bin's offer. I appreciate the pinch of dust, but I decline. However, you are welcome to stay. There's plenty of food and drink. I'm sure you all know each other. <laughs> it's not what they said, you know, because you're all small. Yeah. Folk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I will work on that. One. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. He says, so help yourself. Thank you for coming. And he begins to float back up into the... And they kind of stand there, and they kind of watch him float back up in there. They start turning and whispering to each other. And uh, you can see it, it looks as though they're debating. <coughs> well, do we go now, or do we, like, eat, drink? I think you should go up and confront him. So I walk over uh-huh. after hearing this exchange. Mm-hmm. And Aspen has looked over these guys. And, I mean, like, you know, they say that they're, like people to this prince of evil heirs that wants to return the world to a primordial state, but, like, I don't think Aspen is convinced that these guys know what the heck they're talking about. Okay. Um, That's an insight roll. Yeah, Yeah. do you want me to make an insight roll? 19? These are... uh, uh, Two of of them are clearly fanatics, and the rest Mm -hmm. of them are definitely... I mean, they're all cultists. Right. Uh, So they're, you know, dyed in the wool, firmly believe that Yancey Ben, the prince of evil heir... Like, I'm honestly... Uh, there's two, there's a total of nine. Oh, wow. Yeah. And one of them has that bag with the smiley face? Mm-hmm. Is he, like, in the leadership? Or yeah, he he's just... the one who was talking, Amaranth. Oh, okay. Well, then I, I'm, t- I'm talking to him then, right? Okay. okay. So I walk over, and I'm like, really sorry about that. That, I, I mean, you came all this way, and to be turned down, I know sometimes that can be, that can be a, a hard thing to take. But I'm really, I, I don't know what your story is, but. <laughs> you, know, you know, people just aren't nice to Amaranth sometimes. And, you know, I try to please everybody. I just try to make everyone happy. I try to be a good cultist. I try to do what, what my leader It's really discouraging. Me. And, you know, as you can tell from my. It really um, weighs on my shoulder. I appreciate you, you listening. You know, from my tastefully accessorized bag, I, I have a light heart. Well, I, that's the thing is I'm, I'm really interested. That bag is just, it's so expressive. And, and it, just, it just has so much vibrancy and life to it. And I was wondering, um, if you'd be interested in a trade. No. Are you, are you sure? Because I, I no. have. But I have, I have a lot mm-hmm. of gems that are worth a lot of money. And your leadership might need that now that you aren't going to get the help of a cloud giant. Yeah, you're hosed. I mean... I know that the that a, an, an army crawls on its stomach or or something, and that that requires. <laughs> crawls on its stomach. <laughs> At this moment, you see Zephyros floating back down from the ceiling. Okay. <laughs> and he says, "Tell me more about this primordial state." <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you guys notice my eyes have gone black. <laughs> You see Amareth kind of turn, and he looks, and he's like, Oh, uh, well, Yon Sibin has seen it in a vision, that the world would be returned to its primordial elements. Fire, water, earth, but with air ruling over all. Mm, air like clouds air. Yes. Mm, I can see how this would get my attention. <laughs> was, that, was that too far, boys? Okay. <laughs> you got it! <laughs> You're doing great! I like just that get, guy the get, most. Just give it up! <laughs> so I I have considered this splash. I've gone up I've gone up to consider carefully in my in my velvet throne room above. I think it has a lot of merit. But you must show me a certain amount of loyalty if you want me to join you. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you would like to learn more about us, you can visit our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Heroes Not Included is available on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Podbean. 
please rate, review, like, and share us. We'd love to hear from you. Your continued support is critical to our success. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider becoming a patron. As a patron, not only will you be helping keep the lights on, you will gain access to patron-only content, including a special patron-only Star Wars podcast. Visit the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next week, be the hero. Thank you.